The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast, where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. I am Marlon Joseph. On today's podcast, we discuss what is good service. I'm joined by my friend, Danny DeVillo. What's up, Marlon? How are you, sir? I'm good, and yourself? I am well. This is our first podcast, and uh, for our first podcast, we're going to bite off a bit more than we can chew. <laughs> I really think it's a good starting point, because uh, what is good service is a big topic. Yeah. And uh, so I think beyond the mechanics, we'll talk a little bit about the mechanics, the mechanics being... Um, what is exactly do you do for your job? And beyond the mechanics, I think, is where you're going to find the finer points of what is good service. What do you think? Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's – That was good. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that question. Let's talk about the mechanics. So okay. you are – as a server, you're required to – bring stuff, mm-hmm. uh, communicate well. So I think I, I talked about, I wrote it down as attitude, attentiveness, and responsiveness. So when, a, when you greet a guest, you want to be attentive. Um, you want to be responsive. You listen to what they're saying, what they, their needs are. And, what, uh, and being attentive, meaning you have to be there a certain amount of time. Absolutely. So all of us know how to ring stuff, bring stuff, and all of that. So yeah. I don't really get, want to get into that part of it because that's pretty much germane to every every part of... Uh, and I feel like there's like even two kinds of services. You know, there's like the... Once you go to the table, you, you introduce yourself and um, it's real natural or it can even be awkward with certain servers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... um. <clears throat> There's the, you know, there's the in-your-face kind of server who's just kind of giving you everything. And then there's the more standoffish server who's who's there for you, but throughout the whole time. Like, I call it, like, silent service. Like, that's, they're just... That's more my personality, yeah. I would think. But they're both as effective. Absolutely. I, I think that goes along with 
under the category of being in uh, your part of what you bring to the table personally. So the mechanics I was thinking of is the technical part of you. I know for a fact you don't write your your um, orders down. Your orders down, correct? And I do, but that's a part of the mechanics that we both get right because we actually ring the food in yeah. correctly and 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 things like that. So for for those those of the audience that really don't know what goes into behind the scenes try to run us through what I mean um a lot goes on behind it but it's not I don't know I keep trying to the best way for instance uh let's start from the beginning the greet yeah do you have a, a specific spiel that you say no I mean yes and no you kind of fill out a table okay um I kind of play off of them as a whole like you want to I try to be funny usually but in a way that you know I can communicate with the table where we're on the same kind of page because there's different people for different situations like everybody has their own you know like you don't want to come into a table you want to brighten them up your first job my job is to brighten them up and see how where they're at and see if they're on my same page and then you can kind of go from there do you feel that you get a good sense of them immediately or how long do you think it takes you to get into it it depends and that depends on the table um, you can like initially be like well, this table might not be that good, you know, okay. and then and then they grow into you, you know what I mean? And then you and then you guys actually get a rapport after a while and then it becomes a good table. OK, so we're at the beginning. You uh, you introduce yourself. You don't necessarily have a spiel. You you feel them out. Uh, and at this point, let's say we're, we're taking the drink order. Uh, are you a suggestive seller or you just both? Um, I, I am there for I feel like I have good knowledge of what I do. So. I'm more like the knowledge. Like I will let you know. I will steer you. If you want to be steered in the right direction, I'm your guy. But I'm not gonna put myself out there off the rip. Off the rip. I'm gonna be like, hey, do you have any questions? And if and and then they be like, oh yes. Well, what do you like? I am a hundred percent. Then you have my full attention when it comes to that. Okay. Because the average person knows what they want okay. usually. Yeah. I mean, you're like you know what you want to drink or something when you go somewhere. You um, would think. Yes. You get a lot of people <laughs> that say what's good. And that's fine. And I'm fine with that. That's what that, that's my cue where, yeah, like, I mean, that's that's when I give them a couple of my suggestions. I, I find that a loaded question. When I hear the what's good, I don't really necessarily feel that uh, you know what's good for you. Yeah, no, that's why I will. I tell them what's good for me, what I like. Okay, fair enough. So I don't, I don't, and I, and I definitely would. I go, when I say, and I look at me, I go, hey. There's not much I don't – there's not much as bad – there's nothing bad on our menu, but this is what I like. Okay. And that's how I – and that's exactly the direction I go in. Or like if, if we're talking just about like a drink, yeah, I ask, them what, about I ask them what they like to drink. Okay. Like what's just their you know, vodka, rum. I don't want to put somebody who only drinks vodka with something with rum just because they might – you know, I like to see where their head's at off the rip, like what kind of alcohol they like or, or if they're a beer person. Then you kind of steer them in that right direction. I think that's an important point. You have to ask a question like, what do you usually like to drink to find out what's good because you're really not giving them what's good for you, you yeah. necessarily. I mean, that, that overlaps, but you're giving them something that they didn't necessarily think about. So Absolutely. if they like rum, it's going to be... Uh, um, so you get to the point and they say, hey, I like vodka or I like rum and you get them the drink. So you, you bring them the drink now it comes to the point where you want to get an appetizer going or an entree suggestion and things like that. How does that occur for you? 
Um, if if they're all ready to go, you know what I mean, then you know they're going to jump right in. That's and, true. And but I go to say, I mean, I always ask, would you like a starter to get you going? And then we go from there. If they say no, if we're ready to jump, then then you then you know you pull the gun and you put them in the right direction. And if they have questions about the entrees, like hey, this is what we have, you know. What do you, and I always I have five suggestive entrees that I always use okay. as my spiel. So at this point, it's where I feel I have a number in my head and the, uh, to a, uh, an answer to a question that I have. What percentage of the responsibility? Uh, maybe not responsibility, but um, the we're talking about good service, right? Yeah. So. It's it's sort of like a dance between you and the guest. And a lot of times, whether it's management or the guest, they think that the server is responsible mostly. What percentage do you think the guest has responsibility in what kind of service they get? Um, about 60 to 75%. Okay. I was, I was thinking about uh, about 60%. You know, because a lot of times if I'm given bad service, uh, I don't want to say bad service. I don't give bad service, but maybe awkward. It's because I'm tripped up by awkward guests. Yeah. Where they don't get out of their own way, where they feel that they have to orchestrate a lot of it Mm -hmm. when they just need to be waited on. Really? Yeah. And then the service gets a little cumbersome and can be misconstrued as as bad service mm-hmm. in the end. So I don't think they realize how much they have to do with. Oh, their meal. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's their attitude or just their, their in the way cumbersomeness, if that's, you know, a proper way to. to because, you know, it. the people, there's certain people, I mean, everybody has a bad day and you can bring that attitude into your meal and, and just let your bad day just ruin it for yourself. And you had, and you could, you could have came in there just that way. What about you know? a bad life? Exactly. <laughs> Some people just can't be pleased. Yeah. And they're they're in that mode of, uh, I'm not happy unless I'm complaining. Exactly. So okay, so we we are agreeing on about sixty percent. Your yours a lot higher, not a lot, but it goes a little higher. And so. You're suggestively selling some entrees. You have five entrees that you 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 do, and then uh, so we're going through the mechanics. What about dessert? Because for me, I, I really don't care about dessert. I don't even want you to get dessert. Actually, well, it that depends on the restaurant that you're in. Well, how so? And, you know, because there's different places that you know. If it depends on if you're in a like a place. If you're in a turn and burn place, yes, you don't care about dessert because you're getting the next guest in. Okay, okay, true. But if you're in a you know more fine dining and you want to get another hundred bucks off that check for thirty more minutes, they're gonna do it. You know what I mean? You're getting a hundred bucks off of, off a of dessert. Yeah, you, you got an eight top come in. You sell three or four desserts and some round of coffees at a nice place. That's an extra eighty hundred bucks. I'm not sure. I agree, but okay. I, I, I more is more. Yeah, we'll, we'll agree on that. Okay, um, for me. The extra time, the extra work, and I, I just, I'd rather not. I, I, I could cut it off right there and just say thanks. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know. and most people don't need dessert anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
I happen to love dessert, <laughs> but I don't necessarily want to sell you dessert. And I, I don't think of it as a turn and burn situation. Uh, I feel that the time it takes a person to 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 eat and and enjoy dessert, it's 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 about a good twenty five percent of the time that they're going to be there. Yeah, because they slow down, they relax, they feel you know at ease, and they slow. You know, I I, I want you gone, gone. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Lap dance over. <laughs> <laughs> Pay him his money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we broached, we ran through the mechanics of it, I think. Mm-hmm. So now we get to the nuance of it. You know, every everywhere you go, you're going to sell drinks, you're going to sell appetizers, you know, hopefully. Entrees, dessert, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Now, what are about the finer points of separating, you know, Good service, Average service to yeah, to um, really good service. Like, how long is too too long for food or drinks to hit the table? Okay, so let's let's start from the beginning again, right? But this time we're kind of getting detail with it. Yeah, getting details and maybe enlightening people into some of your tricks or or our tricks, mm-hmm. really. So, what are some of your tricks you think you you use off of the bat coming out the gate when when a table sits down? Um. You get the drink order quick, you know what I mean? But if you know you you have a slower bar or your bar needs to take their time okay. and they got a bunch of bar drinks, you make sure you put waters down on the table. Okay. They have something in front of them. You're, you're at that point, you're saying, hey, you ready? You know, would you like to put some appetizers in while they're making your drinks? So I initially, my whole, I go and I get drinks okay. off the rip. Okay. Okay. And then I come back to the table. So And then, and then I ask about the appetizer. Okay. And because like their drinks might be working, which is fine. I'll drop them some water or if they got soda or something like that, that'll hit the table. But they got something in front of them. Okay. Off the rip. And then. So describe your demeanor. Are you smiling? Are you relaxed? Are you stoic? All like, of it. All of it. Uh, okay. I mean, smiling but relaxed. Okay. Because in the end, your table feels more comfortable when your waiter is confident. Okay. okay? If they, if you are at the table and they know that you're in charge of the situation, you're going to have less headaches at your job. Okay. True. I've True. seen multiple people act flustered and that's when the table puts them in the weeds. Okay, just because their demeanor just crushed themselves. Okay? So in the weeds for some people that may Don't, not know. Oh, that um, means that you're behind Okay. at your job at any point. All right. Like legit behind though. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a little bit more involved than yeah. behind. It's uh, you're, 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 you're drowning. Near, yeah, you're drowning. <laughs> perfect, perfect. You're drowning. So, okay, you have a relaxed demeanor, smiling. A pleasant aura. Mm-hmm. You get the drinks. What about some? You know, you you you're you're differentiating yourself from someone else that you might be working beside, as far as your your t- tricks or techniques or things like that. Do you do you think that you have something in your sleeve that you usually do? Because I do. I, I mean, I just be myself. Okay. I mean, that's the most natural thing for me to do. I'm a generally likable person, so I feel if I'm myself, it, it works out well in the end. In a lot of ways, that's like describing a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. All right. So, well, for me, um, I I come from a psychology background. So, over the years, I amassed little, little tips and tricks that help endear me mm-hmm. to uh, a table where otherwise I may not be a very endearing person, you know? 
So my nature is I tend to be very stoic and things like that, but I tend to be more relaxed now. Uh, when, when, I, when I come in, I, I'm looking at the guests. I'm seeing who's actually paying attention to me and who may, may not be. And a lot of times there's, um, I find in uh, a group of, let's say, four, you start to separate personalities out. Absolutely. You know, you see, Your point of contact. Your point of contact. That's uh, that to me is a person that may have been maybe hosting the the dinner, saying maybe they suggested the the restaurant and feel responsible mm-hmm. for the experience. Yeah. And when I identify that person as the point of contact, I actually stand next to them, so that they feel important. Whereas the other guests are looking in at my them. direction, yeah. but they feel like they're looking at him. Mm-hmm. But it's really all about me. so that's one of the things that i think that maybe people don't realize that's important to do is to find that person because there that person is going to be the 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 spokesman to say absolutely if something's good or something's Something's bad bad. exactly and things like that so it's it's important to you know i'll even maybe touch the person on the shoulder let them know you know and especially if i'm repeating the order I will go around the table and I'll give them a light t- tap and it's almost reassuring. And I know you don't write your orders down for the most part. And I do. And I do that just to unburden my mind. I don't do that as a, I, I can, but I like to be more free. And it does give them a little bit more confidence that I am taking it seriously or, you know, oh, I heard them. And it gives me a record for when something goes sideways. I say, oh, no, no, because that happened to me the other day. You know, oh, where's my uh, escargot? I'm um, sorry, I, I had this order and I had that order. I had no escargot. A lot of people sometimes think they said something. Oh, yeah, they didn't. they didn't. It's nice to have a record. So that's one thing uh, I would agree with you is the point of contact is, is important. And the larger the party, the more personalities you, you juggle. And of course. It, it comes in. in the, That's the, when the point of contact is real strong. Though. That's when you need that one or two people that you're really talking to in the group because they're, they're the ones that are going to lead the group anyways. True. They could be an ally. Yeah. Listen up, everybody. Or, exactly. you know, who wants this and how many of this do we have? So, yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, um, that's important to identify. And so not so much in a, in a, a two-top you know, a two yeah. table person, a two person table. But the bigger parties for sure. The bigger parties for sure. Four and up. Absolutely. So I tend to um, analyze a table in, in those sense, look at the personalities. And sometimes uh, when a table is distracted or not ready and things like that, there. how do you deal with that? Um, because The reason why I ask is because we're talking about good service. And sometimes... When uh, they're so involved, they don't notice that you're there. And then when they are ready, so to speak, they they tend to think, oh, well, where's my waiter? <laughs> and I'll go that same – like if they're lost for a minute or if for a while, like if you could tell they're talking to each other and they don't want to be helped, blah, blah, blah. So I'll be, initially, if they don't answer you at first – then you give them some time. Mm-hmm. You let them kind of, you kind of, you be around them, but you take care of other tables because you don't want your tables to fall behind because they're slowing you down. True, true. So you take care of other people, and then as soon as they're ready, I try to jump right on. I try to be try to make sure everything else around them is maintained. So when they are ready, I'm ready. True. 
I try to give them a signal that I was there. Of course. No, always. I drop a coaster or two. Oh, yeah. Give them some water. Even anyway. some water. Exactly. Yeah. Just drop something in front of them. <laughs> and they, they, it's almost like they wake up from a dream and they, they, they look around. Oh, where, where's my help? And say, I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> where have you been? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the, uh, you know, the, the group dynamic in, in a four top or more. And we identified the um, or one of of the, the, the points of contact and things like that. And. And so we we go through the the entree. Now, let's suppose that something went sideways. Temperature on the steak is is not right or an order maybe is not wrong or something that may be even your fault. How do you think? Uh, what's your demeanor then? Um, I mean, all those things, if that's our fault, which usually it is, mm -hmm. then you, you address the situation very, you know, calm, but in charge and make sure that they are feeling like they're the most important person at that table, regardless at that point, that okay. person specifically. What if they get rude? I mean, sometimes they're going to get rude. You okay with that? No, but you walk away and you, you take care of what you got to do. <laughs> okay. I was testing you. <laughs> yeah, I, I walk away. I do the walk away. Yeah. I just let them vent and things like that. I mean, there is a, a sense of responsibility if you if you truly messed up. Yeah. You try doubly hard. But if it's something that, you know, is common to, you know, stakes do get overcooked. Of course. Or yeah. things like that. I just, you know, hey. I'm wearing an apron. I let a guy with a tie handle this. Oh yeah, for sure. No, no, that's when you bring the manager into it. But you, you definitely try to remedy the situation. Like, hey, obviously we'll take care of it. I'm gonna send somebody over right now. Mm -hmm. you, that's when the manager comes over because at that point that's their job to come over. It's true. True. Okay. That's that's what mistakes are for. That's what they're there for to clean up your the the mistakes. Not even if they're your mistakes. Yeah. The mistakes in general. What about upselling? Um, is that a, a a point of concern for you or or emphasis? I should say. Personally, yeah, no, okay. Um, people know what they want. People that like good things are going to get good things. Okay. Um, people that you know, you can. I mean, you can upsell, but it's not. It's never the extreme. So what's the difference? I, I you I'm know, surprised I, because you sell dessert. That's a that's a side. That's a part of uh, upselling. I mean, but I mention it. That's all you have to do. That's yeah. upselling because most people are gonna. They're going to gravitate to what you mention or gravitate to what you see. True. But I mean, not like, I don't know. I think when I think of upselling, I think of. It's like a, it's like when you go to the grocery store in the impulse aisle, you know, generally what you want, but it's right there in front of you. So you grab that. True. So for me, if I have a drink order and I hear vodka tonic, I say any particular vodka we have. You know, oh yeah, what's your gray, preference? Gray Goose. I don't necessarily ask it in a, a, my my what's your preference is more of a lead-in, but I'm going to give you three brands, mm -hmm. and they're going to say Tito's or Gray Goose because they hear it at the moment. Most people are going to say one of the three that you say. If you say three, they're not yeah. going to say you know. Let me get the the Stoli if you didn't say Stoli. Because they would have said it if they were going to drink it anyway. So I see your point. But for me, maybe I don't do the add-ons. Like um, I definitely do sell appetizers. But I won't, you know, 
I guess at the moment we don't do the oh you want to top that off with some mushrooms and yeah see I know. think that kind of stuff I don't do you know, yeah like do you want bacon with your burger no, <laughs> I'm not doing that I do the cheese though yeah the cheese always the cheese is a good part of a burger but it's not because of the upsell for me that's not an it upsell that's me, cheese it just it just saves me time because most people say burger and they expect, expect cheese that they should yeah the, I, the I price see. should include cheese <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the good service points I do because it benefits me, not just on the bottom line. I mean, yeah, we are in it for the money, but I also am in it to get out unscathed, you know? Yeah. I want to do a good job. Well, you know? I mean, I, I'm a very, I feel like you give what you put out. So you might as well, you know, like, I mean, at least how I go out, like, I don't want anybody to. I try to give. I try to go out and be a good patron. Mm-hmm. The same way I try to be a good server. Okay, I see that. Yeah, I mean that's it's important. Yeah, because cosmically you you do. I think you you're alluded to. Uh, you get what you give. Exactly. Really. You know you can't expect a a great response from the guest if you're given something half-assed, mm-hmm. and they feel that. You know, so. But yeah, I I do I, I, on drinks I'll upsell on um, obviously desserts I I you know I, it's I, it's a formality for me but <laughs> you know under my breath it's like yeah hey, just take the check and leave <laughs> you know <laughs> no, I mean that's what you're thinking for sure that's what but, I'm thinking and, but and, I still mention it I always I mean would you like dessert coffee you know just because you ha- I mean you have to say those things even if you know they're not going to order it. What what if it's at the end of the night and you really don't want to deal with these people anymore? What what do you say? Because like, I, I I mean, if we're closed, you don't get anything. <laughs> I'm not even mentioning it. I'm just dropping the check. But if we're open, yeah, I'll still give you the option. Because if my if my if the girl in the pantry's gone, you ain't getting dessert. I'm not going to make it. I don't okay. even say the word dessert. I just say, <laughs> would you like anything else? <laughs> Would you like anything else or are you satisfied? I feel like I have tricks to, to make people leave. How about another drink? <laughs> uh, no, no. Not at the end. Like, no. w- w- when the drink's like, uh, uh, you know, half or a quarter, I'm, that's when I'm selling the drinks. When it's time to go, you got to go. Oh, no. When it's time to go, it's always it's, it's time to go. Yeah. yeah but that's your you time. Once drink. you're on your time. So let's. how about we talk about that? Um, the proper way to time management at a restaurant okay uh, both sides as the guest or even you know like like the people that come in to a restaurant what does that say for somebody who comes to a restaurant five minutes before they close all right so i feel like i had that's like two questions so so the time management at the restaurant meaning like how much time they spend there that plus or even so let's just look at the time of coming in approaching the restaurant okay well we all we I can't imagine, and and folks, please let us know what you think. I cannot imagine that there are too many servers that like people that come too close to the 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 hour of closing. So, what's acceptable for you? Half hour before close, fifteen minutes before close, twenty minutes. What, what's your half hour is ideal? Okay, um, because that means you have a full hour, which is which should be enough time for you to eat and have a good time and get that. Okay. That, to me, is normal service time. 45 minutes to an hour, you should be done with your meal and, and leaving the restaurant anyway. Okay. Hour and 15 minutes if you're really running your mouth. 
maybe 30 max, but that's that's on the e- long even, end. Even at, at the end of the night? Cause no, I, no, at the end of the night, it should be 45 minutes. I feel you should eat like a military man, but like, if you come in, the later you come in, yeah, no, the, the less the leisure you The nicer you better be. Exactly. Because you done pissed off so, all the cooks and everything. Exactly. But but no, 30 minutes before, but that way you can still get, everything gets done and then I feel like it's still a clean, you're not missing out on stuff. They didn't clean up stuff already. Um, that kind of thing. Because I've been to even fast food restaurants, okay, before they close and they'll tell you, five, you know, 10, 15 minutes before they go, like, we didn't got that. Okay. You're not getting that. Okay. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean And I, they're built. True. For that. Yeah. They are. <laughs> but I the human element where you have worked so hard all night. Oh yeah. When it's time to go, it's time to go. I don't I don't think that um, there are a lot of the population that understands. No, they don't understand. They think that you close at 11, I can get there by 30, 30 seconds before 11. Yeah, that's craziness. It's, it's not like a bank, man. You know, Even the bank might look at you like you're crazy. Uh, yeah, but they're super corporate and, yeah. you know. And they also close at 4 o'clock. So, yeah, true. give me my 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. They don't close after, you know, places close at like 1, 2, yeah. midnight. You know, it's late. It's, it's late. It's yeah. not. We shouldn't even be eating that fucking late, okay? It's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you swearing? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but for for dining at a certain hour, okay. So maybe there's nuance to it, right? So if you close at 10... Sure. Come in 20 to 10. Sure. You close at 11, 1030. Mm-hmm. You close at 12, don't work there. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's it's just one of those things where there, I, I sometimes you just want to say, you don't want even want to be here. If you even knew, you don't even want to be here. <laughs> Because a lot of things are heat hold, they're, they're rushed, they're yeah. they're made ahead of time, and and you know, so you best not be coming in spreading out and thinking you're gonna get the full Monty. Would you go to a buffet an hour before they before they were done? Me no, no. some people Ex- would, bro. See, you don't, you no. can't do that. Okay, that food is not right. As annoying as it is, like you need to be at a restaurant either before prime time. At prime time, or right after, or just after, yeah. But you, first of all, you're not getting the best of anything, whether it be service, food, execution, and you know, it's. I mean, at our place, it's a little, it's a little different. But uh, I, I've been to places where I've been afraid to go in, and I've said, "Hey, what time do you close?" And if it's like under an hour, I, I really think long and hard. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. But back to good service. So, um, I, I want to talk about some more uh, of your your style that makes makes you money or, or, or gives your guest a good, you know, hey, Danny was good or, you know, that kind of thing. Like... Um, okay, so we can get that. So people are amazed that I can remember their order and it comes out perfectly. Okay. That is one of my selling points. All right. Like, they'll be like, 
really? Did you remember that? And it'll hit the table and it'll be fine. Everything's fine. And they're very happy about that. Okay. Um, and then that was almost, that's almost a point of where I can kind of control the situation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I do cross the line at like parties of six. Six or more, I write it down. Okay. Five and under, I think I usually remember it well, so I'm not worried about it. Okay. But six or more, I'm writing it down. Just because there's people that are slower, unless it's a repetitive table. Like even then, I'll I'll start to write it down. Then I'll realize is they got three of one thing and two of another thing and one thing. You know what I mean? That's if you can't remember that, there's something wrong already. And this may be a little off topic, but you know, I've I've noticed that Americans tend to when they're ordering, if their friend is getting the same thing they want to order, they change their mind. Can't you can't you eat the same thing? I, <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to get that. It's not one per table. That has a lot to do with people, social media, actually. They want to feel like they are important on their own, like they are their own individual person, which is fine. They are. So they, they, can't, they can't have a linguine because their friend's having a linguine? Nah. That's how they feel like that. That's why everybody has tattoos and it's just crazy. And it's So it's either individualism or selfishness. Exactly. Both. Because Europeans, they'll, they'll, look, they, they'll huddle. First of all, don't even go near the table when they're not even looking up. They're, oh, we're not ready. Okay, no problem. And then they'll order the same thing. They'll have oh, they don't care. Oh, and they love it. Six New York Street. <laughs> Oh, well done. Love it. And murder it, okay? <laughs> Best steak they ever had in their life. They don't care. <laughs> Six Budweiser. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh, I'll take they can't it. Even, they, Americans won't even drink the same thing. <laughs> First of all, I don't know about you, but I'm not sharing. No, exactly. You can get your own. Unless it's, and that is the only way that you would, you know, like if you were on a date or something like that and you guys, that would be the only time. That's when you get separate stuff. Yeah, but I'm not even sharing with my date, man. <laughs> I'll get you an extra plate of whatever you want to nibble on. But what if you just want to try it? Yeah, you, As you know, I'm a weird dude. I know. So <laughs> but I, I don't want to conflate my flavors. <laughs> I'm getting this because it's a firm decision. This is what I want. No, but let's say, let's say it was like a surf and turf kind of thing where – the, the you know you want a steak and you know you want a steak okay and she got like scallops or, or or some kind of shrimp dish and you just want like one scallop or one shrimp to kind of complete that 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 surf and turf feeling for you not but out I, <laughs> <laughs> I might give you a bite but rather worse from the guy that doesn't even sell dessert I love dessert <laughs> and I will not share my dessert I won't do it I will get you your own whole dessert so you can get a fork full of yours on the side <laughs> so you don't get a bite of mine. It's no problem. Well, that's fair, though. It's I, dessert. I, oh, I love it. Dessert's phenomenal. You know what I love? Those little mini shot glasses of desserts. Oh, they're so good. And they so come good. out with like 12 of them. Oh, it's so good. Bro, you got to leave the whole thing. I'll take it all. Yeah, like Seasons? Oh, love it. So good. I go there just for dessert because... Yeah, we're plugging Seasons 52, but it's all good. Their desserts are phenomenal. I'm plugging the dessert, not the yeah. food. <laughs> the food needs to stick to your bones a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they be putting the salt on it, but it's cool. I, I'm there for dessert. Yeah. Um, you you got to leave that whole rack. I'll, 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 I'll take that all. <laughs> Love it. 
So we'll, 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 we'll start to wrap up with the tricks and the good service. Yeah. Um, so here, I have another one. Talk to me. Um, no. Really? I, I, I liked it, but I didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, one we kind of already touched on. Okay. In my bullet point, it was personality, which we touched on early. Personality counts. Yes. And I think that's where the secret sauce is. So if you're having a bad day, it's, it's hard to come out with your personality. But there's a certain amount of uh, professionalism that goes into putting that aside and giving them at least some of your personality, mm-hmm. you know, and but personality is one of those funny things that has to be in that dance of they have to be receptive. Of course. Yes. Because good service means different things to different, different people. people. You know, like some people want you off to the side and not seen and not heard. And some people, they'd be offended if you don't talk to them enough or yeah. if you're not there enough or, or you know, they're all dancing for dollars. I mean, yeah, they're just like. I mean, and that, and there is that fine line, and it's so random. It's like, oh, it's so far the spectrum. It's like so far, it's not uniform. Yeah, like, and I love those people who just kind of want you to be there for them, but just need your information, but they don't want you up their butthole. You crack a little joke with them. You, they, they should be engaged in themselves because they're together. There, that's what it shouldn't matter who your server is where you go because uh, you should be going but, with somebody. But you that know you're, that you're engaged with. You know they're coming out for some entertainment, and they're not of paying course. for it. They're going for a meal, so that's their entertainment, you know. And and some guys, some people like that, but that's exhausting. It's so much work. Can you imagine having a clown for, you know, fourteen, fifteen, twenty tables a night? No, it's it's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my job, man. I mean, uh, if, if they only knew what you had to do. It's work for certain people. Yeah. Uh. Well, we'll we'll, we'll wrap that up. And I I think that we we should have a part two. But the part two is going to involve someone that's not in the industry. Okay. And have them tell us what they think good service service is. is. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, we can round it out for our guests. So thank you for listening. It was our very first podcast. It might be a little rough around the edges. You may, me, you may hear some squeaks and pips and <laughs> microphone hits, but uh, we promise that each and every week we'll get better, better for you. And if you like our, what you hear, share it, like, subscribe, and see you next time on the Modern Way to Podcast. This is Marlon Joseph and Danny DeVille. Now here we go. They say, Peter Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers. I say I'm a veteran, and niggas know I'm better than your average. Run out of mill MC, cause this MC don't run for the money. I run for the snares, the kicks, the bars. I wear jewelry and I ride nice cars. But that don't determine who I are. You see, all my peoples eat chicken and watermelon. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.